temperature. Welcome to the New Bridge broadcast with the services from New Bridge Baptist Church, located on Cleveland Highway, one mile north of the State Patrol Office, near the entrance to Laurel Park. Pastor Milton Harris invites you to join them for their services all week long, Sunday morning, Sunday evening, and on Wednesday night. Now let's join the services already in progress from the New Bridge Baptist Church of Gainesville. Stand with us and turn to page 197.
have your Bibles, turn to Luke's Gospel, chapter number 7. And if you would, and you're able, please stand in honor of the reading of the Word of God. We want to read verses uh, 11 through 15, the Lord being our helper today, and share with you what God's laid on our heart. I told uh, Nicholas, this has been burning on my heart for a couple days. I just hope God will let me really be able to present it to you like it's burning in my heart. And it came to pass the day after that he went into the city of Nain, and many of his disciples went with him and much people. And when he came nigh to the gate of the city, behold, there was a dead man carried out the only son of his mother, and she was a widow. And much people of the city was with her. And when the Lord saw her, he had compassion on her. Isn't it wonderful to know we're serving a compassionate Lord today? And said unto her, Weep not. And he came, and he touched the bear. And by the way, that's the coffin. He touched the bear, the coffin. And they that bare him stood still. And he said, Young man, I say unto thee, Arise. And he that was dead set up and began to speak. And he delivered him to his mother. What started out as a sad day turned into a joyous day, didn't it? There for this family. But this is the thought God has laid on our heart. The master's touch. The master's touch. Thank you for standing for the reading of the word of God. You may be seated. I'm thankful today for the master's touch. As we look in the word of God, there's at least 33 miracles of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ that are found in the four gospels. I have a book at home that divides these into four categories, and I like the way the writer divides them. There's ruling nature, there's nine. where he, he does a miracle when it comes to nature. Restoring health, which is the most, there's 17. Removing demons, there's at least four miracles in the Gospels concerning that. And then the raising the dead, at least three. Amen. And in this, in these miracles, 33 of them, seven of them, we see that the Lord Jesus Christ, the Master, actually physically either touches the one being healed or the coffin, as in this case. Now, I want to try to share with you what God's laid on our heart concerning these incidents and hopefully make a practical and spiritual application. First, we begin with what we've just read in our text, and we see the life-given touch of the Master. Touching the coffin and raising the widow's son. This poor old woman's son lost her husband, and now her only child, her only son, 
was being carried out to be buried. Oh, listen, that death met life. Amen. There at the gate. Thank God. And as we look at this, life-giving touch of the Master, let's look at it for us today in a practical standpoint. First, with regeneration concerning salvation. Let me say this, only the Lord Jesus Christ can save and give us eternal life. There, there is salvation and none other. It's Jesus. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man come unto the Father but by me. And when we talk about this eternal life being brought to spiritual life, Paul said this in Ephesians 2, 1, and you have a quickened, in other words, that word quicken means brought to life, who were what? Dead in trespasses and sin. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believed in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. I don't know if I shared with you or not, but uh, Drew and Jenna, I think it was Father's Day, wasn't it? gave me a T-shirt. It says, I'm glad to be a whosoever. Amen. I'm glad to be a whosoever. For the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. And let me say, I'm glad that the Master, hey, it can give us that life-giving touch. For me, it happened back in 1969. As an eight-year-old boy, when I went down to an old altar over at New Hope Baptist Church, and I called up on the Lord and asked Him out there to save my lost soul. I'm going to tell you what I received. I had the Master's touch. Amen. And He gave me life. I'm talking about eternal life. He gave me a spiritual life that very night. Praise God. Thank God for the Master's touch. I'm going to say, hey, if you've been born again, you've got something to thank God for. Thank Him for the Master's touch. When he saved your lost soul. I'm going to tell you what, there's regeneration. And I'm going to tell you what, he gives life when we're born again. We were dead in our trespasses and sin, but he gave us life. Let me say, not only with regeneration, but how about revival? Hey, for the saints of God, that spiritual awakening, that restoring to a life of Christian service and worship. The psalmist said, will thou not revive us again? that thy people may rejoice in thee. I'm, hey, listen, I'm glad that in our, once we're born again, we've got the master touch and he's gave us eternal life. But sometimes as saints of God, I, I'm going to tell you what, life happens. It happens. And we get discouraged and, uh, folks, we get disgusted and, and we don't know sometimes uh, where to turn. And if we ain't careful, we'll end up backsliding. We'll get overwhelmed by the things of this world. We'll get overwhelmed by the things. Well, I'm excited. Hey, listen, I'm trying to bring it out. God put this on my heart. Hey, listen, we get sidetracked by the things of this world and we uh, kind of allow our personal relationship with the Lord to kind of slide a little bit because we're overwhelmed with all these things. But thank God for revival. Thank God we can come to Him and we can receive a touch from the Master. Hey, man. Hey. He can put that, hey, that fire don't go out 
But sometimes it needs a little fanning. You're talking about going camping. Build that old campfire out there. It'll get them, them cold, but you fan them coals a little bit. Throw a little fresh wood on there. Hey, listen, you'll have a blaze in no time. Thank God for revival. I'm talking about the life-giving touch of the master. Let me ask you, has he given you that life-giving touch today? If not, today's the day to let him come and touch you. Oh, listen, secondly, turn with me to the book of Mark, chapter number 1. Mark chapter number 1, and I want to begin with verse number 40. Read verses 40 through 42. And the word of God says, And they, and there came a leper to him, beseeching him, and kneeling down to him, and saying unto him, If thou will, thou can, canst make me clean. And Jesus moved with compassion. Sounds familiar, don't it? What did we just say happened at the gate? The Lord had compassion. Here again, we see the Lord having compassion. And I'm going to tell you what. He has not changed. The Lord Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forevermore. He still has compassion. Amen. On his creation. Thank God. He, and now look, look at this. This is important. Had compassion. Put forth his hand and touched him and said unto him, I will be thy clean. And as soon as he had spoken, immediately the leprosy departed from him and he was cleansed. Let me say, secondly, not only is there the life-giving touch of the master, but there's, there's the cleansing touch of the master. <laughs> leprosy, in the word of God, it typifies sin. Is typical of sin. But let me say uh, here, the word of God says he had compassion. He put forth his hand and he touched him. You say, why is that so important? Well, I'm going to tell you what. In the, in the day of the Lord Jesus Christ, leprosy, or those, the leopards, were not allowed to come in and be with anyone else. They were to be exiled. And you were not to touch them because if a Jew touched them... They would be considered unclean, you see. But Jesus, he did what? He had compassion, and he touched him. He touched him. This one with leprosy, this one that everybody, can you just imagine when he come to Jesus? I bet even the disciples backed off. Whoa. Can you imagine the crowd around him? Probably, hey, they probably kind of scattered back. Because they, hey, they were afraid of leprosy in that day. But Jesus, moving with compassion, he touched him. He touched the very leopard. And I'm going to tell you what, look at the grace. Not only compassion, he said, I will be thy clean. That was God's grace. That was the Lord's grace. That was the master's grace. Oh, my goodness. But look at the power. <laughs> there was no Known cure for leprosy in Jesus' day. I'm going to tell you what. Only, only the Lord Jesus Christ could touch and cure and cleanse that leper. Mm. Just, you pay attention. Just, only the Lord Jesus Christ can touch and cleanse us from our sins today. 
Only Jesus can cleanse us. He has the power to cleanse the leper. Praise God, he's got the power to cleanse us from our sins today. Oh, praise God. Thank God that he has that power. 1 John 1, 7 says, But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his Son, cleanses us from all sin. If we confess our sins, he's what? Faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to do what? Cleanse us from all unrighteousness. I'm glad. Listen, I received the life-giving touch, but praise God, I'm glad. Hey, I received the cleansing touch. Amen. I'm going to tell you what. Every day I've got to go back. Just as the priest. You know, when he came into the tabernacle and intent, the first thing was the brazen lather. It was there. You would think, hey, well, he's washed himself. It's because every day that priest came in contact with this world and he washed his hands and his feet, uh, those things that come in contact with before he would go on in. I'm going to tell you what, every day you and I come in contact with this world, you and I, I know this is going to come to a surprise maybe to some of those tuning in, but you do fail the Lord sometimes. You meet sometimes some people feel like they, they're holier than thou and they never do anything wrong. But I'm going to tell you what, this old boy does wrong. This old boy every day has to go back to the Lord. It's every day that I have to go back out there and receive the cleansing touch from the Master. I'm glad that if we'll confess, I'm glad he will forgive, but thank God he will cleanse us. Isn't that wonderful? Isn't it good to be cleansed today? It's good to be born again. I'm th- hey, listen, I'm talking about the master's touch, and only Jesus Christ can do that. Wow. It isn't religion. It isn't anything in this world. Oh, my goodness. It's his touch. Well, Thirdly, I, I, listen, I, turn with me to March, uh, Matthew's gospel, sorry, Matthew chapter 8. I'm not, I'm not going to get where I want all I want to today, but hey, listen, folks, I, the master's touch. Oh, thank God for the master's touch. Thank God in 1969 and every day since, thank God for the master's touch. Oh, look with me in verses 14 and 15. And when Jesus was come into Peter's house, he saw his wife's mother laid and sick of a fever. And he touched her hand. Now I'm going to tell you what, again here is compassion because they were not to touch anyone that was sick, especially with a fever, because that it usually indicated infection of some kind. He touched her hand, and the fever left her, and she arose and ministered unto them. She didn't, that doesn't mean she got up and preached. That meant she got up and served them. Right? So this begins this whole third section, the healing touch of the master. The healing touch of the master. Here 
in this verse, we see Peter's mother-in-law with the fever. And we see that the master touched her, and the fever immediately left her, and more than likely the infection, whatever it was, left her. She sat up and was well enough then to serve them. How about that? I, not only did he touch and he healed, but I believe he gave her strength back to her. Isn't that wonderful? He touched her. Now, I want to look at these three aspects. This will be as far as I get. Let's look at this today physically. He touched her, healed her. But let me say for us today physically, I want you to think about this is something. That I got to, you know how you just get something, Bob, and it's running and it's running? Fellas. How many of you have ever had a cold? I'd say that's the majority of us, isn't it? We've had a cold, right? Hmm. Anybody ever had strep? had strep, we've had a cold, okay, uh, anybody in here ever uh, had a stomach bug, some of you's had pneumonia, hadn't you, hmm, has anybody in here ever had surgery, well, well, I gather from the fact that you're here and you're physically sitting on the bench, that you recovered. Sometimes we look at healing as only cancer or leukemia or some of these other things. But did you ever stop to think the master touched you and healed you from that cold? The master touched and healed you from that pneumonia? The master touched and he healed you from that strep? Hey, the master touched and he healed and brought you through that surgery. I'm talking about the master touch. Sometimes we forget about the little things and we need to stop and thank God for the little. Thank God for the master's touch. Praise his holy name. Oh, my goodness. I look back in my life and I think about where how we've been, and I think about 2013 and 14 and 15 and all those, yeah, and, and I think about how the Lord just touched and how he brought us through. And I know each one of you in your life, you can stop and you can think how that when you've been sick, how the master has touched you and brought you through. Now, I won't say this about cancer. We've got several folks, Miss Angela, Richard, Green, please pray for him as he's battling uh, stage four pancreatic cancer. Richard's come here several. Uh, so many folks that are, are battling cancer. And we pray that God, uh, the Lord, the Master will touch and he'll heal them here in this life. But I'm going to tell you what, for a child of God, whether he touches and he heals here or whether he carries them home, either way, the master's going to heal. He's gonna, it's going to be the master's touch. We prefer for our loved ones to remain with us, but sometimes it's just far better for them to go be with him. Oh, my goodness. I'm talking about the master's touch. I'm talking about physically. But now let me talk about this emotionally. You ever had a broken heart? Your spirit just broken? Anybody here? 
Had a girl one time in high school said she'd rather be an old maid than go out with me. We're talking about breaking your heart now. But see, the Lord had something better in store there. Oh, me. But sometimes we suffer from broken hearts. Something happens in our family. It, break, it breaks our heart. A loved one. Something happens and, and, and we're heartbroken. But isn't it wonderful? The master can touch. And he can mend that broken heart. Oh, he can mend that broken spirit. Praise God, he can lift us up. Thank God for the master's touch. Oh, he can touch us physically. He can touch us emotionally. But thank God he can touch us uh, spiritually. Sometimes you and I get sin sick. Right? We get unconfessed sin in our life. But aren't you glad as we've done quoted 1 John 1, 9, we can go to him, we can confess those sins, and know that he forgives us, and praise God he can cleanse us, and thank God hey, the master can touch that spirit. Oh, isn't that wonderful? I'm talking about the master's touch who can bring healing. I'm glad that he can do that. Oh, listen, I, I'm not going to be able to get to these others. The, the sight-giving touch, the speech and hearing touch, and the severed t healing touch, all these, uh, maybe tonight the Lord will let me get to, to these. But I want to share this with you. <laughs> oh, me. He touched me. Shackled by a heavy burden neath a load of guilt and shame. Then the hand of Jesus touched me, and I, I am no longer the same. He touched me. Oh, he touched me. And oh, the joy that floods my soul. Something happened. And now I know he touched me and he made me whole. Since I met this blessed Savior, since he cleansed and made me whole, I will never cease to praise him. I'll shout it while eternity rolls. Oh, he touched me. Oh, he touched me. Oh, and oh, the joy that floods my soul. Something happened, and now I know. He touched me, and he made me whole. I'm talking about a touch from the master today. Have you been touched by the master? Oh, I'm so thankful that he still touches today. Amen. 97.5 Glory FM is WGTJ Murrayville Gainesville and W248DL Murrayville Gainesville.